This this is the Impressions Exchange Podcast. Impressions Exchange Podcast. Where all topics impacting the graphic imaging and printing industry are addressed via in-depth news coverage, analysis, and timely interviews. Hi, I'm Denise Gustafson, Editorial Director for Printing United Alliance and the guest host for this special Printing Impressions podcast series in celebration of Women's History Month, highlighting the women in the printing industry. During this series, I'll have the opportunity to talk with women from all segments of the industry about their experiences and their journey as a woman in the printing industry. So today it is my pleasure to welcome Tammy Golden. She's the Assistant Commissioner of Document Solutions at the state of Tennessee. So Tammy, welcome. Thank you so much. It's good to be here with you. So I guess to get us started, can you tell me a little bit about the work that you do and a little bit about Implant specifically there at the state of Tennessee? Sure. Uh, our group is called Document Solutions, and obviously we serve state government. So for all the state agencies, we want their communications and all the kind of services that surround that to be an easy part so that they can concentrate on what they're experts in, whether it's education or safety or those kinds of things. So our group does uh, print, mail, scanning. We do graphic design. We have a distribution center and we have photography and videography. So a lot of different kinds of services. We have 80 employees. We run 24 hours a day, five days a week. And we do all that just to try to make sure, as I say, that we're helping state agencies communicate to the citizens of our state in the best way possible. So I'm guessing you're running three shifts? Yes, that's correct. Okay, because oh, when you said 24 hours, I'm like, oh, please don't say it's 24 hours, oh. seven days a week. <laughs> yeah, all right. Not the same people for the whole 24 hours, for sure. That's good. The The length and the, the breadth of your services is really impressive, too. I mean, the fact that you guys also do video services, because that's something that I don't think a lot of implants are able to do at this point. I think you're probably right. We In state government, we've kind of merged a lot of things together over the years. Mm-hmm. Photography used to be a separate division in the state and at some point got moved into our division. That was before I started with the state, but we absorbed them. And it makes sense. There is a lot of overlap. And especially now with our graphic designers, there's a lot of good interaction and ways that they can help each other and keep improving services that way. So it works out great. Yeah. It's it's just one of those things that I had never really thought of, or I really hadn't heard a lot of people doing. So it's even on the, the print for pay side, a lot of companies don't offer that kind of service in terms of video or even photography. The photographers really are documenting the history of our state through Mm -hmm. images, right? So they're very much involved with the governor, anything he does of historical significance, the legislature, as well as tourism type things. So they get beautiful images of our state. We have a huge slide library, sort of our own eye stock, if you will, of images of the state of Tennessee. So it's great to have that in-house and you want it that centralized so that we have that depository that all state agencies can access and use. Our chief photographer just got her drone license last year. So we're just getting into some drone photography, but that gives us the ability to get some really great shots of our state as well. That's so, so cool. I don't know a lot of people that have their drone licenses, so that's even better. (laughs) We try to, we look at what 
state government needs and that's kind of what draws draws our services and helps get us where we need to be so yeah that's fantastic so how long have you been with the state of tennessee 23 years wow 23 years yes time flies when you're having fun of course it does so i guess my question is how did you get started in print was the state of Tennessee in the print area the first time you really got your toes wet in print or were you at some other places before this? It sort of evolved. I always have loved customer service, even honestly, when I was in school and waiting tables and working in restaurants, I always loved interacting with people and the customer service side of things. And at one point I was doing customer service. We had moved to Chattanooga and I went to a a temp agency, and they placed me at an envelope converting company. So I was doing customer service work there. And of course, that's not exactly a printing company, but it's sort of got my toes dipped in the water of it's close. the industry, right? And so then when we moved to Nashville, I went to an agency again to try to find a job. We're moving with my husband's job. And because of my experience at the envelope company, they placed me with a commercial printer. And I worked there for about seven years before I came to work for the state, but learned a lot there. I had a, a great boss who would really taught me a lot about how things work and estimating and everything really that I needed to know. So that was really a great stepping stone into my position with the state. So when you started with the state, what did you start doing? I was customer service manager. At that time, we had the print, graphic design, and photography, and maybe 40 employees and two shifts. And I came in as a customer service manager. Somewhere along the way, my boss got promoted and put me into his position as director Mm -hmm. of that division. So... I did that for several years, and then about four years ago, we decided to bring in, maybe four or five years ago now, bring in the distribution center and postal, all the mailing under one group called Document Solutions. We had already added scanning sometime in between there, so we've been as we are today for about four years now. Awesome. Certainly keeps you busy. It does. It absolutely does. I always say I've got, I like it when things are changing and we're making things better. And I've certainly been given the opportunity to stay busy on those kinds of things. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned that there was one of your bosses at the commercial print firm that really helped mentor you and help really introduce you to the printing industry. Has there been any other people or things that you've done that have really influenced your career path? I have to say my parents is who I think of the most. And that's, of course, not printing so much, but I always say that the the technical knowledge is important, but the work ethic and the drive and your sort of personal standards about things, that's as important, if not more important to me when I'm hiring somebody mm-hmm. than the technical side of it. And I certainly got that from my parents. But Yeah, I've had a couple really good mentors as far as printing. What I liked about my boss at the commercial print shop is he would, I was in the office, but he would, if I was working on an estimate, he'd say, no, that's not right. Let me show you. And he'd take me out in the plant and stick my head in the press and say, see that? That's 
that's why that works that way. That's why we have to cost this this way and that kind of thing. And that kind of thing was really helpful because I kind of learned visually. So yeah, I've had some good people to kind of show me the ropes along the way. And it's interesting that you say that your parents were such an influence. It's how we're raised, the values that we have. Technical can be learned, Mm -hmm. but uh, the way that you were brought up and the values that you were instilled from a very young age, that's hard to change once you hit adulthood. I agree completely, which is why I say in the hiring process, I think it's really important to explore those values and things that you can't find on the resume, Mm -hmm. but are really important in how you're going to, and how they're going to perform on the job. Yeah. If somebody's humble, then they're willing to learn. That goes a long way in terms of, they might not have the skills that you need immediately, but they have those other, they're eager, they're, they're humble. They want to learn. They're teachable. I mean, that's that's the difference. I always, well, if there's somebody I think is a good candidate, I, I always walk them through the shop. And I can tell so much because some people walk through and go, oh, that, that's nice. That's nice. They may ask a question or two, but it's the people that go, wait, what is that over there? What what does that do? And really ask, like you can see their excitement for learning. That is a good competency to me. And over the years, I've found that those people that ask those kind of questions just on a walkthrough are usually pretty good employees. Mm-hmm. The gears start turning. Mm-hmm. And they start connecting the dots. Oh, so you do do this and it comes out and that's what the finished product looks like. Oh, that's how you do that. Absolutely. I know for me, I love knowing how things work. So, I mean, that's one of, that's why part of it is being a journalist to be able to talk to people about how they do their jobs. It's really interesting to me because everybody does it a different way. No way is right particularly, but everybody attacks a problem differently. And they get, they get to the end part. It works for them. It's efficient for them. So it is also very, very interesting. Curiosity is a great trait for sure. Definitely. So what do you think has really made or helped you to make, for you to have a career in printing as a woman? Is there anything that has helped you be successful? I think this might sound like a strange answer, but coming up in my career, I really didn't think about it that much. It's just been in the last few years in my role that I've realized sort of the weight and the importance, especially being in an industry that probably had as many women in it or in a production type environment. Coming up, I didn't really think about, oh, I'm a woman, so I should do this or that. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, th- I think it, in some ways it probably has served me well because mm-hmm. I haven't been focused on the challenges with that. I just did what I knew I needed to do without really thinking about who else was around the table or what gender they were. I've never really felt held back. Mm -hmm. And that might just be because I was a little bit oblivious to it. (laughs) But, But I just kept on keeping on and doing what I knew I needed to do. So I don't know if that's a if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's kind of worked for me. Now, since I'm in the position I'm in now, I actually have had other people say, oh, well, you need to be out there more now. You're on the executive leadership team. And at one time, I was the only female. That's changed a lot in the last few years. We've got a really strong group of great women on our leadership team for the department. Awesome. Which is wonderful. But 
I sort of learning more that in that role, I need to be helping others that are trying to come up, whether they're women or, or anybody that might just need a little bit of extra help or bring some diversity to the table to really celebrate that and mm-hmm. encourage that. It's been more of a focus of mine in the last few years than it had been previously. And honestly, in, a, in an ideal world, like you said, gender didn't matter to you. It was just, you had to get the job done. And in, in an ideal world, it should be the skills. If you, do you have the skills to do the job? Absolutely. I agree. And I just always concentrated on that and just making sure I was the best I could be. And I didn't think about whether any issues I were having were because I was female or not. I just knew if, if I was having an issue, I needed to fix it and get better and just keep getting better and better at what I did. Now, you said that in your role now, you have the opportunity to mentor women and help them. So then the question is, how can women help to support each other better within the print organ, you know, print organizations, which tend to be, like you said, much more, especially because the production, it's much more heavily male dominated, just because it's a production and a manufacturing environment. One of the things I've tried to be better about, first and foremost, is just saying it clearly that we want people of different mindsets, different diversity of thought. I try to tell people, I don't, we don't need a bunch of people that think just like me on the team, right? We need as many different ways of thinking as possible. So I think it's important to, first of all, just articulate it. Mm -hmm. But then of course, that only goes as far as what you actually do. So you have to be able to follow through with that. We, there are some women's organizations that professional organizations that we encourage people to participate in. We've got a lot of great leadership development within the state, which is for everybody, but uh, there's some outside organizations that are female-based and female-encouraging. But the other thing is, I just, I really encourage people to just, to really network and build relationships with other people, but also other professional women that maybe aren't in our division so that we're propping each other up and not tearing each other down and making sure that we're doing that consistently. And sometimes that's easier said than done, especially in, because I know one thing that I've seen in the industry, sometimes when women are coming in, they feel like they have to fight for their spot. And instead of helping the women around them, they might tear them down. But one thing I, I forgot who I was talking with just mentioned that Honestly, by being strong, by helping women, it really just shows it helps everybody. Just shows that you're a stronger person as well because you can support and help others as well. That's so true. And in doing so, you are building those relationships and people remember how you treated them Mm -hmm. and appreciate that and whether it's positive or negative. So as many of those positive interactions we can have and not I really believe that there's room for everybody at the table, right? If you're if you're staying the course and doing the right thing, even if you get passed up for something this time, you just you just stay stay the course and eventually your time will come. Very true. Now you've already mentioned some characteristics for women that are unique and they offer certain perspectives. What would you say women really bring to the workforce? in terms of those characteristics or perspectives? Women tend to have more empathy mm-hmm. for people in general. And we've got a really diverse group of employees on our 
staff. We have from some very low paying positions. We have professional positions. We have a little bit of everything in our group. And the one thing I've realized is building relationships is such an important part of growing a team and just success for everybody in general. So I do think women tend to be able to do that pretty naturally to just understand where somebody's coming from and and to be able to express it, that they have concern for others. That, I just think that is a natural skill to many women that- That mothering really, instinct. Absolutely, absolutely. And that pays off in team building and employee morale and those kinds of things, especially when you have a, a wide variety of people on your team. If you're empathetic, you're also showing them dignity and treating everybody in a human way. Absolutely. Which I think goes a long way in even employee loyalty and retention because you're not treated just as a number. You feel that your managers care about you and about what you're going through and you as a person. Absolutely. And the other thing I would say is that we naturally multitask all the time, right? We're so mm-hmm. used to trying to wear so many hats and do so many things at once. And that's a great great skill to have in the workplace too. So especially in production environment where we have so many deadlines and so much going on at one time to be able to juggle many things at once is a great trait to have. Now, one thing you mentioned earlier about women is when you started, there really wasn't a lot of women that you could look up to in executive roles. Obviously that's changed. You said you have a really strong group of women. How important is it to have women in those executive roles, especially for those that are starting out? It is really important. And again, I've come to realize that more and more over time, but our commissioner, for instance, is just a really great leader and strong woman, but she's a good leader. That's what's most important, I think. And it's great to have somebody like that, that you can go to that understands how it's a little bit different for women sometimes and has been through it mm-hmm. and has been successful. I, she's very well respected. So it's really great to have that kind of person in her role that you can see as a role model. They can help be your champion. They can help be your inspiration in some ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think she does that for a lot of the women through our whole department. Mm-hmm. For women that are starting or thinking about entering the printing industry, what advice would you give them? Or what advice would you give yourself when you were starting out, knowing what you know now? In a general way, just entering into the professional world, I I would say we don't cut ourselves much slack, I -hmm. think, as women. We're really good at feeling guilty about, especially when you're trying to juggle those that are trying to juggle being a mom or whatever it's like whatever we're doing we feel like we need to be given more attention in other places and trying to juggle that all the time and looking back I think we're so fortunate to have the opportunity to juggle all these things and why are we making ourselves feel guilty we should be just celebrating the fact that we can do it and Mm -hmm. we have resources to to help us whether it's other women or childcare needs however state government so we have great benefits so so I think women should not be so hard on themselves sometimes in general but also for printing specifically I would say just 
don't let anything hold you back. Learn as much of the technical side as you can, but those leadership skills are really, really important for building a strong team. It's a great industry that has been good for me. The people I've learned even outside of the state government, but across the country that are doing similar things and that inspire me, men and women, it's just a great group to be a part of. We're being in an implant. We aren't in competition with each other. So we really, there's a really great exchange of information and we really try to lift each other up and help help each other out and do that a lot. I rely on my counterparts in other states for a lot of information and it's really great to be a part of and there's so much opportunity. I would just encourage anyone who's interested in it to to jump in and learn as much as they can. Give it a try. They won't be sorry they did. Absolutely. Well, Tammy, thank you so, so much for chatting with me today. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. And I I love this conversation. Thanks so much. It was great to be here with you. Okay. Thanks again. 